Welcome to the Wounded Healers podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Amy. And I'm Janessa. We are two women who were diagnosed with autoimmune diseases in our early 20s. We were lucky enough to find each other and find community And it's something that we want to bring to anyone else who may be in a similar place. Hi, Janessa. How are you? Hey, Amy. I'm good. Um, We're dealing with a few storms in the area where I live in Northern California. So that's been kind of a highlight lately, but I'm really happy to be on here. I know. I've heard about those and we're thinking of anyone who is affected by them as well. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on a lighter note, though. Today, we have our second guest on, and we're really excited to introduce you to him. Um, Today, we have Grant Lee on, and today's topic is going to be around psoriasis and specifically his experience with that. So, Grant, welcome. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for having me. Um, Very nice to be on the podcast and uh, excited to discuss with you guys. Yay. Awesome. Yeah. We're so excited that you're here. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, so Grant, um, we wanted to start off with just getting a little bit of a background about you so that the audience can get to know you a little bit more. So today's topic is psoriasis, but what do you do? Like, what are your hobbies? And can you share your age with us so we can get a background for who you are right now? Yeah, no problem. I am 25. Uh, I actually am a friend of the podcast because I know Janessa through work. Um work through our environmental consulting firm. And uh, I specialize mainly in forestry, but I went to school for everything environmental science and biology. Um, And I'm pretty passionate about everything that's to do with environment, sustainability. Um, When I'm not working uh, my nine to five with Janessa, um, I'm usually volunteering at STEM centers and uh, marine biology centers. Um, My usual Saturdays include working at the California Academy of Science and taking care of the animals there and uh, a lot of the fish and marine life out there. Oh my God, that is so cool. I've just been watching um, Our Great National Parks on Netflix, narrated by Barack Obama. And they had ama- I had an amazing episode about like the Monterey Bay, which is in California, right? About like the marine mm-hmm. biology that was there and I was obsessed. So Grant, you're now the coolest person in the world to me. That's so cool. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I love fish. I love working with trees. Usually easier than dealing with people, in my opinion. But <laughs> <laughs> yes, love it. Well, that's awesome. And well, we're so grateful you're on today, Grant. So we wanted to go ahead and kick this episode off with asking you to give us your definition of what psoriasis is. Yeah, um, honestly, my definition definition of psoriasis is usually based off Google. Um, every time I go to a doctor, uh, I've never really given a full, clear explanation of what's going on. The most I really know about is an autoimmune disease where my cells, uh, especially my skin cells, uh, continue to heal themselves. And I, I suppose I think they're under attack um, even when there's nothing wrong. So like when your body gets a cut, you'll naturally form uh, scabs and your skin will heal over it. Um, my body will just continually do that, uh, even if it's not harmed or injured. Um, and I, I was explained to me as that being uh, an autoimmune 
condition uh, as to why mm-hmm. it's causing that. Definitely. Wow. Wow. So that's, yeah. yeah, that's so interesting. Just, Sorry, Amy. <laughs> Go. No, it's just like every time I hear another autoimmune disease, I'm just like, what on earth is going on? What is what on earth is happening to us? Like your yeah. body eats your own joints. Your body continually produces, overproduces skin cells. Like they're the maddest. They're the maddest thing, aren't they? It just seems, yeah, crazy. Absolutely. Yeah, almost like a superpower, but <laughs> the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. 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 We just like a to reverse it. <laughs> oh wow. Well, Rand, that's huge to like get that diagnosis. And like, can I ask, like, how did you, what age were you when this um, came up? Like when this diagnosis happened? It was a gradual diagnosis. It wasn't like a a single visit to the doctor. Um, Starting in middle school, it really started on my scalp. uh, And I just thought I had, you know, bad dandruff and stuff like that, even though I was showering and um, like a regular basis and using uh, dandruff shampoo and stuff like that. Uh, and then I started noticing like small splotches of just, I guess, excess skin um, and uh, flakes um, when I was in high school. So after a couple more visits to the doctor, um, they started saying, oh, maybe it's psoriasis, but we're not sure. Um, and it wasn't really till the senior year of my of year of high school where uh, doctor was like, okay, we're pretty sure this is psoriasis. Let's, let's start you on some kind of steroid and uh, skin treatment so that way uh, we can help stop this. Mm-hmm. Cool. And how was that? Did that work well? or It works to an extent. Um, I think like any autoimmune disease, it really just changes from person to person. Uh, mm-hmm. So they started me off on like a few different steroids. Uh, some of them were helping, some of them weren't. So it took a couple of years of just uh, trial and error before um, we found uh, a mixture that would that would work. But even then, it was never fully controlling it. It was just make a splash disappear, and then another one would appear in the in another area. And um, yeah, never fully worked. It wasn't ever really a cure, but it, it would help maintain it. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so to like lessen it a little bit, but not fully make it go away. That sounds yeah, like exactly. my experiences on RA meds a little bit. Yeah. You know, I can relate yeah. to that just slightly because I still have inflammation, but um, it's not as rampant as it once was. Yeah. Yeah. And do you take, is that like steroid cream? Is it creams or do you take them like orally? Um, there's the option to do it orally. Uh, I've been told those medications typically have really bad side effects. So I stay away from those. So normally I use uh, some topical ointments, um, and foams. Yeah. Yeah. It's not prednisolone, is it? The dreaded Uh, prednisolone. No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Good. We are, we're laughing because in in our last episode, we discussed the horrors of prednisolone. Oh, yes. really? I had no idea about anything about that. My my dog, funny enough, actually has an autoimmune disease too. And she what? was on zone, yeah. Oh my oh, god, what's her autoimmune disease? Uh she has yeah. <laughs> she has um it's ITP and it's such a long, long name that I okay. would butcher if I even try. Uh, yeah. But essentially, her immune system will eat her platelets, so she's not able to clot anything properly. Um, but steroids have been helping that a lot, and she's been decreasing medication slowly. 
Great. Good news. Good, good news. Oh my, oh my gosh. I wish we could have a dog on as a guest. Yeah. yeah. Can she come on as a guest? <laughs> yeah. I think you guys can actually see her. Oh. Oh, she is so oh, cute. Oh, baby gum. Oh, yeah. yeah, she just wanted to take after her dad, so she picked up an autoimmune <laughs> disease too. <laughs> Check. Wow. wow. So, wow. Grant, if you if you're kind of like you know when you were experiencing this around high school times, um, my question is like high school is such a tender age, and I think we hear a lot about like women and young women and girls feeling self conscious around that time, but I know that isn't just you know, reserved for young women and girls. It's all across the board. It can just be like a time where you're like, oh my gosh, like, you know, what's going on with my body? Like, am I okay? All that kind of stuff. Like, how did that, you know, like play into what you were experiencing? Like, did that affect you at all? Like, you know, with your like confidence or socially at that time? Yeah. I mean, as you guys said, you know, high school can be kind of a ruthless place. So, um, they'll find anything and everything to nitpick on and make jokes about. So especially when they thought it was dandruff and, you know, that's usually associated with just not showering enough or not, you know, cleaning yourself. And um, so, of course, there were always these jokes and, like, people would say things and um, it'd be hurtful. But I've been getting those since, like I said, it started up around middle school. So by the time I was in high school, I would kind of just grown a thicker skin to it and, uh have learned that the people who usually make those kind of jokes are usually insecure about something else on their own. Mm -hmm. That's so true. Very wise. Yeah. Very wise. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you're able to see that too. Cause man, we can go our whole lives not realizing that sometimes when we're being criticized or being made fun of in some type of way that it's not to do with us really. It's to do with where that other person's at. So yeah. Realization. Exactly. It, it helps, too, to have good friends who, even, like, with these conditions or these diseases, they continue to support you, and, you know, they don't make the jokes, and they're they're just advocates for you. Um, it just shows you that, like, there are people who are actually caring and uh, who want to be supporters. Nice. Definitely. Nice. Yeah. So on that, that leads nicely to another question in terms of, do you feel like you have a good support system? Like what, what and who does your support system um, contain? I'm guessing your dog is, is, yeah. is number one. And then who else? Who and what yeah. else? My, my pup's my biggest cheerleader. Yeah. Um, so she's always around. And even when I'm at my worst, my psoriasis is firing up. I know she'll always love me. Uh, <sighs> but Everyone else, yeah, most of my friend groups, especially these days, um, I try and surround myself with people who, you know, are mature enough and are kind enough that uh, when talking about psoriasis, it doesn't just become some kind of big joke. They are curious and they want to know more and they want to know what I'm doing to take care of it. And um, yeah, genuinely, I just get such positive responses nowadays. I, I, I don't know if the culture changed or it's just me getting to an age where people are just more mature, but um, all my friends are always supportive of it. And if I have like a really bad flare out, you know, they, um, well, they'll talk to me about it and they'll, they'll usually even know because a lot of my flare outs are associated with stress. So it's usually an indicator for them to just be like, Hey, like, is everything going okay in life? And, um, oh. are you stressed out about anything? You know, do you want to talk about anything? And it, it doesn't even have to be me saying anything. It's just, they just see this on my skin and I like, it's a dead giveaway. <laughs> 
yeah that's so true you don't even have a (laughs) you don't have a choice in it they're like there's something wrong with grant yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) sorry that's a really interesting aspect actually grant like because you know i there's so many different ways autoimmune diseases can present themselves and particularly like at least what amy and i have experienced with rheumatoid arthritis is sometimes it can be invisible like amy has joint pain at times but doesn't experience the swelling Um, whereas like I do experience the swelling of my joint pain. So that's like a whole different perspective because I haven't really considered, you know, the experience of having an autoimmune disease that is visual, like that you can see. So um, no, that means a lot that you are opening up about that too. Just saying, you know, my friends can see and so they know, you know, to ask. So yeah, I just haven't thought of it that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's different and Growing up with it and living with it has definitely been an adjustment, but I think just, again, having good people around you who know the right questions to ask and the right moments Mm -hmm. to ask those questions is always helpful. So true. What do you normally do when you feel yourself getting flared out? What's your, like, your process? How do you take care of yourself? When it gets really bad, I, again, will typically recognize that it's probably just due to an immense amount of stress or sometimes it's like other things going on, like my diet has been falling off or um, if I'm not getting out to the gym enough or something like that, I'm just not taking care of myself. So it's usually just an indicator for me to step back and kind of evaluate what's going on in my life, Um, whether it's, you know, stress and where that's coming from or um, just ways I'm not taking care of myself and uh, just try and really take the next couple of days or the next few days to focus on those and uh, reduce my stress and making sure I'm eating right and going to the gym. If I've been on like a bender that weekend, then telling myself I need to, you know, stop <laughs> drinking for a while and all that stuff. So um, it's really just a chance for me to reevaluate what's going on in my life. Mm. Mm. Nice. Um, it's cool um, that you, cause I think me and Janessa have also been on that kind of same journey of now we have a physical reminder of like, we need to take care of ourselves or we need to do, it's like, yeah, our bodies really do keep us in check now. So we can, Mm -hmm. we can really relate to that. Do you, what sort of dietary changes have you found have helped if any, or is it more of a mental thing where you're like, I should eat better? In college, I had such a bad diet. I mean, like any other college student, I was living mainly off of uh, instant noodles and box mac and cheese and stuff like that. And just McDonald's. So um, all the fast food, all that processed food, it, I've noticed that, especially when I'm maintaining a consistent diet of that, it, uh, my psoriasis will get really bad, um, along with other things like uh, drinking heavily or um, in my college days, uh, drug usage and stuff like that. That really impacted um, my psoriasis. And I would notice that, again, after like a long bender, it would be especially bad. Um, so now, you know, after growing up and distancing myself from that kind of culture, you know, just staying a little bit more sober, um, and trying to stay away from processed foods, don't eat fast food as much, don't eat as much, uh, processed sugar and things like that. And just trying to eat more organic whole grain. Um, and, uh, the other thing with that too, is usually red meat causes a lot of flare ups. So I'm just trying to stay, stick with chicken and fish when I can. I love that you're making those small, like sustainable changes though, because it sounds like you still do allow yourself to have a drink here and there, or you allow yourself to, you know, get fast food, maybe if you're on like a road trip or something. But um, I like hearing that because sometimes when we go full, 
throttle and we're like, nothing, nothing bad in my life, you know, that can just be diminish the quality of our life so much and make it hard to follow through with those. So those like small mm. sustainable changes are awesome. And then those lead up to something big. Like Amy hasn't had alcohol. She's given that up for a bit. So, you know, that's an, an add up to get to that point. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody I think is on their own journey and some people will make, you know, uh, more drastic changes than others. And I, I think the biggest for me, biggest thing for me uh, when making these changes is I always, I never wanted my psoriasis to control my life and to run my life. I still wanted to be able to get out there and do things I enjoy, um, hang out with the people I want to hang out with and not have to worry too much about uh, what the consequences of that would be. But at the same time, I wanted to make sure that I was maintaining a healthy lifestyle, uh, if not just for my psoriasis and all just for my overall health as well. Definitely. I think that's great. Not letting it like run your life is so important and very underrated. You know, it's yeah. easy to let it totally rule your life and shape your reality and the way you see other people in the world. So it's nice to hear that you're doing the work to make sure that you yeah. have other things. I'm sure you have kind of become like a, a very positive influence on the people within your social sphere. Mm -hmm. If that's like the approach that you take, do you think, you've found that as well do you see yourself kind of in positively influencing your friends and stuff has that has psoriasis helped you do that um yeah I try to um I think everybody tries to but a lot of my friends do like to come to me just for advice and uh, just to you know talk about their problems and things like that and mm -hmm. um going back to the topic of psoriasis with that I you know there are times when you know friends will ask me like okay well what is going on with your skin and you know is it and I try telling about psoriasis they ask more questions and they just want to learn um and I kind of talk about my journey with it and growing more comfortable in my skin about how uh, anxious I was when I was younger with it and how I was very self-conscious and uh, didn't want anybody to know that I had or see it that I had it and I think just discussing that journey of being comfortable in your skin no matter what's going on because psoriasis is just one of many afflictions people can suffer from um, when it comes to that kind of stuff uh, it really helps them to I, I think it helps them to understand the importance of um, just enjoying being yourself yeah it's it's like uh, we often say it like it's seeing to believe it in a way like when you see someone who has gone through some adversity even if it's not autoimmune and has continued to like not give up on themselves and the world around them, it really does allow you to see like the potential that every person has, like that is within all of us. So that is very inspiring. Really. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And Grant, that kind of leads me into like another question. So with the psoriasis, um, I'm curious, like, are there any other side effects that, um, you experience from that autoimmune disease that aren't physical like for example um amy and i have both experienced some brain fog in the past with rheumatoid arthritis um do you experience anything like that or any like aches and pains that might not be on the surface level um aches and pains yeah my joints uh do hurt from time to time um whenever i visit doctors and discuss psoriasis they say it's not uncommon for psoriasis patients to uh, develop arthritis at earlier ages. Um, it does affect the skin primarily, but it is an inflammation disease. So 
um, it will target joints, uh, muscles, and things like that. And um, it, it can be uh, painful, especially in colder weathers, I've noticed, and high-stress times. Um, so I, I've noticed a lot more joint pain at that time. But uh, it's not to the extent – my mom has arthritis, and it's not to the extent that she's describing, like, her pain when it flares up. So um, I think that's really just it. But uh, – of course, you know, just with anything, you know, growing up with it and learning to be more comfortable with yourself, there's always like a, a growing pains and growing phase where you're dealing with the anxiety and depression that um, can come with being self-conscious about your own body. Wow. And the, it was interesting. I actually recently learned about cirrhotic arthritis, um, which is kind of what you were just mentioning, Grant, is like uh, individuals who have psoriasis, it doesn't always happen, but there is a potential that that can progress into psoriatic arthritis, which is psoriasis and, you know, you classic arthritis in the joints. So yeah, that's like, that's another very like interesting aspect of autoimmune disease is that sometimes, and we don't want to scare anyone, of course, but sometimes those do have the potential to merge into other things or um, kind of snowball. Yeah, no, absolutely. And it can be scary to think about thinking about, especially when I think I received that news from a doctor when I was like 20. So hearing that like, oh, maybe you'll have psoriasis by t- or sorry, arthritis by the time you're 30. Um, that's a lot for, you know, just a 20 year old kid to take in. So it, it was a lot and stressful, but um, it, it's not always all bad. Another thing that comes with psoriasis that uh, no one really talks about, too, is I do heal faster. Um, because my skin always thinks it's under attack, if I do receive a cut or anything like that, um, it scars and scabs uh, much faster than normal people would. Whoa. There you go. That really is a superpower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Wolverine, I guess. <laughs> it's, an, it's a niche one. Um, yeah, I feel like you can go out and do some sort of savage, scary job and be like, don't worry about me, guys, because I'll just heal. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm a crime fighter at night when I'm not working. Of course. <laughs> yes. Wow. So it sounds, Grant. It sounds like from what you're saying, like that you with your friends, you do have a good support system. Are there any other like support systems that have really helped you out along your journey? Um, family, teachers, any anyone else? Um, yeah, uh, family's always been great. Uh, they are always understanding and always want what's best for me. And in a similar role that I've discussed with my friends where they see my psoriasis flare up, they usually know it's an indicator that there's something else going on with me. Um, so they're, they're always checking in on me. And especially these know it's a really bad flare up. They just pull me aside and just like, hey, is everything okay? Um, haven't really had too many teachers, but you know, there is always a a good community of people. I have met several people at this point in my life that do have psoriasis and um, it extends across their entire body rather than just, you know, specific portions like mine does. Um, so just talking to them and hearing their own journey um, and being part of like Reddit groups and things like that and just discussing with people who live with this kind of stuff. Um, and there are several social media influencers who um, also have it and they're very open to discussing it and, and posting about it on their pages. Um, I think that's always just helpful for someone, anybody to see. It's just people dealing with the same challenges, the same obstacles as you are and uh, how they came to be comfortable in their own skin, how they came to live with it. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to be basic, but 
I'm pretty sure Kim Kardashian has psoriasis. She does, actually. The, yeah. the, Kim, the Kim Kardashian. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If Kim can do it, I can do it. Heck yeah. Get it, Grant. <laughs> More so for life. More so yeah. for life. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, I feel like psoriasis isn't... Um, isn't super uncommon right like I I definitely know more people that have psoriasis than I do people who have other um like chronic conditions do you know Grant to put you on the spot to put you on the spot do you know how many people like the percentage of people who have psoriasis roughly um Uh, I wish I could tell you a number but I'd just be a guess yeah yeah yeah, but it's nice. It's nice that you can come across people who are living with it. And also Reddit as well is a great tool. There's also Arthritis Reddit as well, um, oh. which is quite helpful. Yeah. yeah. And Reddit's cool because you're not, it's more, it's no, no one's like, you can't self-promote on Reddit. Like, it's not about that. It's literally just like everyone has like a little avatar and they're generally trying to help, you know? It's like, it's not like a traditional social network. I do, I do recommend it to anyone out there. Yeah, exactly. It's it's nice being able to talk to people because doctors can only give you so much in terms of Western medicine, but there are a lot of holistic and uh, Eastern uh, medicine medicinal ways to try and take care of, um, especially psoriasis, but I'm sure every kind of autoimmune disease out there. And, um, I've tried some of those myself and a lot of them uh, are really helpful. Oh, cool. What have you tried? Uh, salt scrubs are particularly helpful. I'm using a mix between coconut and honey um, with that. Um, that helps everything. And uh something that's kind of a mix between western and eastern healing is uh phototherapy um so using uv lights to try and uh, mitigate your psoriasis for some reason that actually works better than um, anything else i've tried from medicine uh, medicine to dieting to working out is just getting out there in the sun and just tanning for you know mm-hmm. hours and um that does wonders for my psoriasis and usually makes it go away if I do that for at least a couple of weeks. Um, but Western medicine also does utilize that. They have their own uh, hospital medical tanning lights that they use. Um, so if I, if it's like right now and I can't get out in the sun, then sometimes I'll book a trip to the doctor and just stand in front of like, I guess a tanning bed for like an hour. Mm-hmm. I used to, I used to work with a girl who had psoriasis and on our lunch break, she'd be like, do you want to come tanning? And I'd be like, yep, don't need to convince me. It's for your psoriasis, babe. We'll go. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Everyone's always ca- talking about how tan I am. Like, oh, how do you get so tan? Just because you work out in the sun all day. It's like, no, just psoriasis, really. <laughs> <laughs> That's the secret. I love it. Yeah, yes. but the, we do we do not condone the use of excessive use of tanning beds. It is, it is also very bad for you if you do not have psoriasis. Do not go near a tanning bed. Yeah, yes. of course. Yeah. <laughs> well, while we were discussing that, my little curious mind had to look up the stats on psoriasis. Oh. So I found um, through NCBI. Um, that in the 2020 consensus data, they estimated more than 7.5 million people aged 20 years and older in the U.S. have psoriasis. Um, So again, this is a little bit older, but that was a consensus data. So I think they collect those kind of in increments. So um, it does state that it's one of the more common um, autoimmune diseases. But this is Mm. what that does for me is it really just makes me think like how 
amazing this episode is going to be for someone, Grant, because that means there's someone else listening most likely to our podcast who has psoriasis and hasn't yet fully felt represented and they may really identify with what you're saying. So that's what brings me joy about like having guests on like Amy and I get to not only get to know you better, but you are going to have a voice that helps someone who's listening. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in college, before I decided to go the environmental route, I was uh, starting to be a doctor and worked as an EMT for a few years. Um, really during that time where I learned that uh, it really just about social education for a lot of these things of just helping the rest of the community, the rest of the world to understand what's going on and um, just replacing ignorance with a better understanding of uh, all these diseases and all these conditions. Um and it, it helps so much to, again, when I follow these Reddits, these social media influencers who have psoriasis and I learn about it, um, it just helps so much and it means so much to me that people are getting the word out about it. So, um, yeah, of course, I'm glad to be here. Nice. Do you have any advice for if there is anyone listening or if anyone's going to pass this podcast on to someone, say they have a relative who's just been diagnosed, do you have any advice for someone who's newly diagnosed? Yeah, just be patient with yourself, be kind to yourself. Um, like any new diagnosis, uh, it can be scary and it can cause a lot of anxiety and uh, dread and depression, um, which is never fun. But just remind yourself to be kind um, and surround yourself with people who will be kind to you. Uh, and usually the world's not as judgmental as you know you fear it to be, which is a good thing. Um, typically the most times I get pointed at or uh, someone's calling it out is usually by a toddler under five. So um, <laughs> oh. everyone else is usually pretty mature about it and are willing to have an adult conversation. Um, that's something else that I think I've kind of learned is like people are always more concerned about themselves than they are about you, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely, 100%. Um, yeah, like, like I said, I, I, I joke about being a superpower all the time, but even when it comes to little kids and they're calling it out and stuff like that, I like to say that it is a superpower and um, that I'm secretly a superhero, so. Oh, I like it. Yes, yeah. I love it. Yeah, put a positive mm-hmm. spin on it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, I wanted to ask, so like, there's a topic that I think gets skipped over a lot in the autoimmune disease community, and Amy and I are really wanting to shed more light on this topic. So we're going to kind of like dip our toes in with you right now. But we want to talk more about transparency with partners. um, And when you have an autoimmune disease, how to like bring that up to partners and what people's experiences have been. We feel like that just gets really overshadowed and not talked about, but it can be a really nerve wracking part of what we experience. And so if you're comfortable, Grant, we wanted to ask you, like, have you felt comfortable in the past talking to partners about this? Um, or what has been your experience around that? Yeah, um, growing up with it, especially in high school, a lot, when I was more self-conscious about it, I uh, was a lot more uncomfortable. You know, none of my girlfriends in high school uh, would know that I had psoriasis, and um, I wouldn't share that with them, and I'd try my best to hide it. I was constantly, you know, brushing off my shoulders to make, make sure that, like, it didn't look like I had uh, flakes or dandruff or anything like that and you know if I had like a especially bad flare out I'd be just be wearing long clothes to cover it up um, and it wasn't until really college when I was with uh, my longest partner at the time um, and 
that's when my flare ups started getting especially bad and especially uncontrollable. Uh, I think just because of all the stresses of being in college. Um, but I think at that point we had been together for a while and uh, she was very understanding and very helpful throughout that whole journey. And, um, and again, would just check up on me when, you know, the flares would start to get bad. And uh, even now when uh, being back in the dating scene and stuff like that, um, it, it's obviously not like the first thing that I blurt out over a cup of coffee, but uh, when discussing just, you know, things that have happened in my life and have shaped who I am, I mean, something that I'll bring up and um, I've really learned, and this goes with friends, uh, relationships, partners, everything like that, um, that the right people in your life, or at least the people that I want to keep around my life are the ones who um, are understanding of that and uh, are patient with that and, and try to ask um, and have a conversation about that um, rather than the people who are immediately turned away by it and um, uh, I, I suppose are uh, not understanding. Um, just because, you know, if psoriasis and a couple of skin flakes is going to turn them away, then um, there's a lot more under the surface below that. And um, mm-hmm. it just shows to me that they're not the right person to keep around my my social group or to be my partner. Wow. I love that. It completely resonates because I've been dating a little bit recently and it kind of is like an immediate, it's just a, such a great way to get a read on how good of a person, not how good of a person someone is, but how how good of a match they would be for you, right? If you can throw something like that out there and if their reaction to it is something that you wanna see, then that's, that's straight away like a really good indicator. Whereas if they can't handle a conversation like that, then you know you can read more about them within that conversation than you maybe would dates and dates down the line right and when something happens and then they can't handle it so yeah it's a really good kind of way to look at it as in it's yeah it's more are they the right person for you as opposed to am I worthy of being with this person because there's something wrong with me yeah absolutely and I mean there's a lot more serious conversations to have in life than Mm -hmm. just you know your my my skin condition so I, I I would hope that my partner would be able to get past that uh, fairly easily mm-hmm. yeah Definitely. and that's you know I feel like I have noticed um, on social media and from talking to other individuals with autoimmune diseases that that is kind of a double-edged sword here about having an autoimmune disease is really being able to tell who you would like to spend your energy on and with and um, it can be a double-edged sword because sometimes it is hurtful and quite painful if it is someone who you thought would be maybe cool with this and they're not as understanding. But the amazing part is, at least for me, earlier in my life, I used to want to please everybody. I call myself a recovering people pleaser and I mean it. But now I realize how finite my energy is and how when I'm stressed and I'm worried about all that, it's just hard on my body. So knowing who my people are and who's investing, you know, their time, their energy in me and who I want to do that for as well has been so helpful to conserve energy for me and focus on those important relationships. Yeah, absolutely. That, that resonates with me. Thank you for opening up about that, Grant. We appreciate that. And we know that that's an area that doesn't get talked about a lot with partners. So yeah, I feel like that will be helpful to other people as well. Um, so you mentioned 
Eastern treatments, the UV light, you've mentioned the salt scrubs. Are there any others like that? Like, have you tried acupuncture at all or cupping or anything along those lines? Not either acupuncture or cupping. Um, I did start going to a chiropractor earlier this year. Um, and I don't know if that just helps me release stress or if it's just been releasing tension in my joints, which helps with the inflammation. I don't really know what's going on, but I've noticed that since starting to go to the chiropractor, um, that really helps. Um, along with just, again, a healthy diet and a consistent uh, workout schedule. And, you know, I try and get to the gym as much as I can and uh, try and maintain good cardio. Um, because I know with any kind of inflammatory disease, a big risk is heart disease and blood pressure disease. Um, so I try and, you know, I try and run a couple miles, uh, a week and, um, make, making sure that I maintain that. Nice. I do zero cardio and I'm, it's really starting to bother me. I'm really like, <laughs> I need to do some cardio, but I don't like it. I definitely don't like running. I don't think anybody does. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I found uh, the sweet spot for me is the elliptical. I'm like, all right, it's nice and easy on my knee joints and um, I can go on there for quite a bit. So is that like a station, a stationary bike? And no, it's actually, it's a little bit different. So it's like you stand up and I don't even know how to explain the elliptical. Grant, help me out here. (laughs) You stand up, you have your Uh, feet in like these things and they like, I don't know. Grant, how would you describe an elliptical? (laughs) It's like skiing, I guess, or like, oh, it's like yes. the thing where you got sticks in front of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We have that. That We just call that a cross trainer. A cross I like, trainer. <laughs> I, love it when you, I love it when you do the British accent. <laughs> a cross trainer. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay, I'll go, on the, I'll go on the cross trainer. That's amazing. Yeah. Get my Grant, thank in. you. Grant knew exactly what to say. He's like, like skiing. And I'm like, you put your feet on a thing and you move your feet. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah it's it's hard on the on an audio medium just trying to describe it because yeah. you really put your whole body and hands into it yeah. yeah as soon as as soon as you did that grant I was like oh it's the cross trainer yeah yeah oh uh, yeah no that's okay. important there's I feel like sometimes there's a fear and I think just depending on like you know, where you're at, um, in terms of your health, even if you don't have an autoimmune disease, there's sometimes there's a fear, like I'm going to hurt myself more by working out. And that's like a very valid fear. I feel like the body wants to protect you as much as it can, Mm -hmm. but a lot of times fear is exactly that it is just fear and not necessarily reality. So, um, I found just like small, integrations with going to the gym have been good for me and just to like do like 30 minutes at a time you know that's what's been best for me until I am more confident and comfortable in where my boundaries are with my joints and everything else with working out yeah absolutely it really is just a personal journey everybody has their own things it took me years and years to trial and error to find out what works for me and I'm still learning so um, I think Mm -hmm. everybody else just takes time and patience Okay, so I wanted to know, do you think your diagnosis or your experience of psoriasis has changed you or your life in any positive ways? 
Um, yeah, I think there are plenty of positives to be seen. I, I think I mentioned earlier that I heal faster. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. basically a superhero. Um, <laughs> but it, it's helped me really just learn about myself and be more confident with myself. Um, I think if it wasn't psoriasis, it would have been another thing. You know, it's, I would have complained about, you know, be, not being tall enough or hair or just anything, you know, and like it there's always going to be something to nitpick about yourself um, and just look in the mirror and just say, oh, I don't like this. But then getting diagnosed with psoriasis was something that's so jarring and um, especially being like having a diagnosis in high school and uh, especially like a very self-conscious time for so many people, especially myself. And um, it, it's helped me to really just grow comfortable in my own skin and learn that it's not a bad thing to be different it's not a bad thing to have these conditions it's just being human and um it's it's taught me to be patient taught me to be kind with myself and taught me to again pick and choose the the people who um i know will be good influences in my life because they're willing to have these uh mature and these confident uh, adult conversations with me and um rather than the ones who immediately shy away or or scared off because of it and um I mean, those aren't the people who I would want to keep in my, in my circle anyway. So, um, yeah, it, it's just it's taught me so many valuable lessons and given me so many great friendships and um, really have helped me see who people can really be, um, the kind of conversations that they're willing to have. So I, I, I'm not, I don't know if grateful is the right word. Of I'm grateful of having psoriasis, but um, it's part of my story and I'm glad that it is. Yeah. Oh, that was beautiful. That was beautifully said. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Well, Graham, I, another question popped into my mind right now. If there, if there is someone else listening right now who are, who is male or identifies as um, male, and they're looking for, you know, someone to look up to, is there anyone on you know social media that you've followed in the past who is male or male identifying with psoriasis uh, you know i i wish i wish i could give you a a, a tag or a social media handle but unfortunately mm-hmm. i don't remember them directly off the top of my head um there's a huge community on reddit there's amazing people mm-hmm. out there and just with simple reaching out um there's anybody at least everybody who i've met with this condition um, are always willing to talk about their own journeys with it mm-hmm. and you know they want to hear yours and um yeah it's always it's always great to have those kind of communities around uh but yeah i don't want to just throw a random handle out there and, and no, send somebody no to some random page but if they want to follow me on social media they're more, more than yes. welcome to <laughs> absolutely and speaking of that um go ahead and let us know um where where can people find you if they felt like your talk really resonated with them yeah you guys can follow me on instagram um i'm not super heavy on social media other than that but you can follow me on instagram uh my handle is a uh, not grantly so just my name and not in front of it awesome yes <laughs> that's great yeah thank you for sharing that grant and um wow what a what a pleasure to have you on i feel like you know amy and i recognize that men and people who identify as male usually get underrepresented in the autoimmune disease community in a way. Um, Mm -hmm. We hear a lot about the female experience, um, 
and we're not trying to do any commentary on that necessarily, but we're just saying we're so grateful that we've had the opportunity to talk with you today because it will really diversify what's available for our audience and allow someone a deeper connection to your story and what they're going through. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys so much for having me on. And and thank you guys for spreading the words about not just psoriasis, but all these autoimmune conditions and helping people get more comfortable in their own skin. It, it means a lot. Thank you. Aww, thanks. Yeah, I really like the insight that you had on your whole life. It was like a it was like a breath of fresh air to hear <laughs> to hear your spins and the way that you see things. So thank you so much for sharing it. On that yeah. note, we will wrap it up and we'll see you guys in two weeks time until then remember to let the light in bye Bye.